What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Roy, and you are now tuned into Back to Center Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life, love, and the millennial struggle. Ladies and gentlemen, happy self-care Saturday. I hope your week went as well and as enjoyable as mine was. Today, we got a lot to talk about as per usual, but of course, it's going to be a little lighthearted. I know last week it was rather heavy. This week, today, we're going to be speaking about red flags. More importantly, why you ignore them and what to look out for. There's a lot of times in relationships where we find ourselves surprised by the person's character afterwards, only to realize that it's been in front of us all along. So strap in, roll one up, pour up a libation. Let's go ahead and start the show. check this out real quick first of all i want to say thank you so much for tuning in but i also want to let you know there's a new way to support feel free to go into the description section of this podcast episode and click the donate button and donate what your heart desires thank you so much ladies and gentlemen les amis bonjour and bienvenue Welcome to the house. This is your boy, Roy, and you, of course, are tuned into Back to Center Podcast. Hopefully, your week has gone as smooth as mine has. My week has been going, it's been going pretty well. I mean, I can't complain. I'm still alive. We're still breathing, right? So just want to say thank you once again for stopping by and tuning in and listening. Today is going to be a lot more lighthearted than last week. I know sometimes we go off on the deep end, you know, I am hashtag Team Woo. I like to talk about spirit, spirituality, and all those good things. But today, we're going to keep the topic, like I said, rather lighthearted. And the topic of today is red flags. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about some red flags. Now, obviously, everyone's been seeing the uh, the trend that's been going on on Instagram with the uh, red flags post. And they're great. They're very accurate. They're hilarious. But There is something to be said about red flags. I mean, clearly, we all know what they are, but for some reason, we avoid them anyway. Now, there's going to be a lot to say on, to speak on, rather, about that in regards to why we look, overlook, excuse me, overlook these red flags in hopes that the person that we have our eyes on can really come through and be that person we need. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. So... We're going to talk about that, but before we do, we're going to talk business, and more specifically about business, we're going to talk Scintilla PT. So as you guys know, first and foremost, my main source of income or my day job, quote unquote, is a personal trainer, right? My company is called Scintilla PT, S-C-I-N-T-I-L-L-A-P-T, and we specialize in personalized personal training programs which are available through direct access on an exclusive application. Now, if that is something that interests you, I know the holiday season is coming around, so no one's really talking about uh, talking about fitness or anything of that nature. But if that is the case, if you are looking for a personal trainer, look no further. You found them. I've been in this game for about a decade now, going on for like almost 11 or 12 years wrote a book on how to lose some fucking weight, which is published, and you could find it on Amazon. But more importantly, if you're looking for a coach that could develop something for you in terms of personalized personal training programs, then go ahead and go to S-C-I-N-T-I-L-L-A-P-T.com. That's scintillapt.com. 
Go ahead and fill out the intake form. should take you about 60 seconds or so. Once you're done and you need to hit submit, you'll get an email from me and then we can schedule your consultation online. The consultations are absolutely free. And at the end of the consultation, if you feel like you want to go ahead and move forward with the program, we could talk pricing. For more information on our pricing, feel free to go to the website. Once again, that is S-C-I-N-T-I-L-L-A-P-T dot com. Now, the reason why I brought that up is because yesterday I went to the Small Business Expo. And during the Small Business Expo, I met a lot of cool people. I learned a lot more about the business and the industries themselves. Um, And then (laughs) she's probably listening to this right now. And then I met a one particular female, very beautiful woman. I got her name, obviously won't disclose it, Uh, but we started chatting and our conversation was relatively brief. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this plays into our theme today, which is red flags. Now, this is no diss against her. It's just that the industry that she operates in is so pervasive with scammers. The second she said it, my quote unquote red flag popped up. So we're having a very casual conversation. I'm waiting in line, waiting for my drinks, trying to get a drink. Side note, shout out to the bartender because he heavy handed my drink. I asked for a Jim Beam Neat, no ice, and he poured me like a full glass, which was absolutely incredible. I have no complaints about that. So shout out to that guy. But we were having a very pleasant conversation. We're talking about industries. We were partly complaining about the line during that time. Um, But I had asked her, I was like, so what do you do? Like, what's your occupation? Basically, why are you here? And she looked at me, she's like, oh, I'm a Forex trader. And I was like, oh, here we go. Why? I have a question. Forex. Forex people. We know your shit is a scam. Like, everyone knows. Why push it like it's an actual business? So she was like, yeah, I'm in the Forex industry, and I'm looking for for people to work under me. I was like, oh, how does that work? And she was like, basically, we have people going around and, you know, trying to convince people to sign up and sign up for the Forex trading programs. And I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Scam, super scam. So that's one of my red flags. I think if I'm if I'm ever talking about or talking to someone in regards to industries and what they do for me, and I know this sounds rather facetious, um, but for me, that kind of thing kind of matters. Right. And when I hear the kind of industries that most people are in and when I hear Forex, my red flags instantly fly up. So today's red flags were user submitted. Shout out to you guys. I really appreciate you for participating. Thank you very much. Most of them were from men, which is okay. I kind of wish the females would participate a little bit more, but I think the generalities of those red flags are rather universal and they they intersect between genders, right? So I didn't necessarily need a specific group to let me know about certain red flags, but it was good to know and to hear from both sides. So we'll talk about those red flags once we come back from the break. This is your boy, Roy, and you've been tuned into Back to Center Podcast. Call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system at the tone. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. I was really hoping that you would pick up because I miss you a lot. And um, 
Connection, we can shit is getting so distorted. My heart broke, I'm trying to fix it, it's contorted. It's fucking crazy, yeah. 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 Why you on your head, baby? One time, gotta let you know Holding you was killing me, I had to let you go I'm jumping out the window, tell them all watch out below Heart is on sub-zero, I can't see you short yeah, And I'll be gone short What you want from me? My heart can't take it from me Ladies and gentlemen, that track was If It Ended by yours truly, a.k.a. Drew Paris. Now, the interesting thing about that track is that uh, when I tried to release it for like the very first time, I actually had a copyright infringement. Apparently, someone else was using the beat. Um, but in this case, they're not using the beat anymore. So therefore, this track will come out. It will be coming out independently. It won't be coming out under the label that I was under, Human Resources. So be on the lookout for that. You'll find it on Apple Music, Spotify, basically anywhere and everywhere music can be played, right? So thank you for stopping back in. Let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes. 
We were talking about red flags and the one quote that I have, because this makes sense for the sixth reason, is when we miss company, we overlook the issues. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and take a look or let's go ahead and listen to the first red flag, which is multiple X's in a short period of time. Now, one of my friends submitted this one, very first one, and honestly, I think this one makes a lot of sense. And although to be real realistic, um, I never considered it as a red flag, but as I've gotten older, I've started to, I've started to realize that just like jobs, if you're consistently hopping around from like one job to the next or one relationship to the next, and every time someone asks what's going on within that relationship or job, and you put the blame on them, and this has happened consecutive times, there's a chance here that you actually may be the common denominator. So that makes sense as to why this is a red flag. But also at the same time, one thing to consider is perhaps this person is still trying to figure out who they are, which to me personally, I know that we're always manifesting and we're always moving and we're changing. We're dynamic people, we're dynamic creatures. But again, when it comes to being with someone else or being exclusive with someone, constantly switching them out, it may not be them that's the problem. It might actually be you, right? So the second thing, the second reason, red flag number two, lack of ambition. This one I can agree with wholeheartedly. Um, <laughs> there was this one time I was on a date and this isn't to, uh, to knock her or anything like that, but I was talking to her and, you know, we got into the conversation of like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I have to be completely honest. She started the conversation first. This was her idea. So she asked me, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, I gave her the lowdown. I wanted to have, at the time I wanted a family. I wanted all of those things. Um, but when I flipped the question back to her, she was like, I don't know, but I know I want a kid. Listen, if you ask me personally, the second I hear children with no financial plan behind it, I'm, I'm out the door. I'm sorry. There's absolutely no way I could ever do something like that without having at least a financial idea as to what I'm going to do when the time comes to have that kid. So in this case, with her saying that, I immediately ended immediately ended the date. I was like, yeah, I, this is not a good fit. I'm not even going to entertain it as if it was. And I'm not going to put myself in a romantic situation that I don't feel full hearted in. So therefore, I let it go. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't really chat after that. But I think that's pretty important. Like if you again, if you want to have children or things of that nature, um, you need to have an idea as to what you want to do in terms of taking care of those kids, making sure that they're they're right, making sure they're financially just and moving forward in today's climate, it wouldn't make sense to have a child without, again, without having that sort of financial backing. So when I hear that, it, and I mean, it also translates into other things like just general lack of ambition and perhaps she isn't the best example for that, but how many times in your life have you been on a date with someone? And this is for guys and girls. And you like, you're talking to them, you're speaking, you're getting a good idea of who this person is. And then once you listen to like their hobbies, ambitions, what they want, and you find that it's lacking, when do you hit the eject button? For me, it's ASAP. I'm not trying to sit around and see like wasted potential and things never manifest. So I'm really not the one for that kind of chat, right? So therefore, for me, that's definitely a red flag. 
I would love to hear if that's a red flag for you as well. But overall, lack of ambition, no sense of like geographic pinpointing. <laughs> that makes absolutely no fucking sense. But just a general lack of where they want to be or a lack of vision. And you know what? Sometimes in life, you're not going to have that vision right away, which is understandable. Um, however, I wouldn't put myself in the dating sphere with that considered. Moving on. With that being said, the third one, over-attachment after meeting once. Now, this one is a little iffy. I definitely think there's been a, there's probably been a time in my life where I've been that person. And there's probably been a time in your life where you've been that person, right? And unfortunately, you probably signaled off a red flag or that person probably signaled off a red flag in your mind and vice versa. So not being clingy. What, what, is the, what is the remedy to not be clingy? Have shit to do. That is the number one thing that I could say as far as not being up this person's ass, no matter how much you like them, constant contact is not the way to go, especially when it comes to building relationships. That's not how you do it. Being up their ass, asking menial ass questions. Like for me, I know it's a red flag when I'm speaking to a woman and I get, what are you doing? How's your day going? What are you up to? What are you doing? Throughout that whole entire conversation, that lets me know that this person doesn't generally have anything going on besides this situation right now. For me, personally speaking, and probably for you as well, I need someone who is dynamic, someone who is constantly on the move, doing something, you know, this way there's things to talk about because the last thing I want is to have someone who's going through like that humdrum everyday life, not really doing much, but then asking me what I'm doing, what I'm up to, what projects do I have going on? Like, of course, I'm, I will always be the type to be open and talk about what I'm doing to a certain extent, but I would love to hear that kind of feedback as well. Like, I want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear what you're up to, but if you're not doing shit, there's really no reason for us to be together. So number three, over-attachment after meeting once. Red flag number four, people only complimenting your physical appearance. Now this one was female submitted and I appreciate the submission. Um, but I also, I almost don't even feel like this is a, a red flag. I mean, granted, yeah, of course, if people are only complimenting you on your physical appearance, that does beg the question, like, what else do you see beyond the physical? But at the same time, though, I also feel like people should be able to see what you offer beyond the physical. Like throughout conversation, they should be able to get an idea of the type of person you are as you're speaking, if that makes any sense. So, yes, I can agree for the physicality part of it with people, you know, constantly complimenting your physical, but not really taking the time to understand your mental. This can go one of two ways. A, the relationship is based purely on lust, so therefore there is no real reason to even have those kind of conversations where that person could see your depth from a personality perspective. Um, or B, more than likely, the conversations just frankly aren't interesting enough to even allow for that sort of depth to be revealed. Oftentimes, whenever we're meeting new people, and I think this is especially important in today's day and age, there really isn't a lot to talk about in terms of development or I guess a better way to say this is 
we're reluctant to talk on deep topics. And that's a fact. That's part of the reason why I made this podcast. So we can, so I can at least facilitate deep conversations that are worth talking about. But again, in today's day and age, in today's, you know, dating landscape, social landscape, to be honest, everyone is tiptoeing around certain topics. We eggshell, eggshell walk around a lot of things. So being able to reveal that depth, especially that sort of depth that might be might be quote unquote triggering to that person, it's not possible to achieve. So yeah, a lot of conversations end up being superficial. And one thing we all love, human beings in general, we all are attracted to things that we deem to be sexy, right? So more often than not, yeah, unfortunately, those conversations will be going in that direction. The direction of, I don't really see this going anywhere besides just having sex. So complimenting someone on their physical appearance just seems like the normal thing to do in today's climate so that i could understand what i can say though is if you are looking for a sincere exclusive relationship really try your absolute hardest to facilitate those kind of conversations that are difficult to have and within facilitating those difficult conversations that's when you'll find the conversations that can reveal your depth so There goes that for number four. Number five, we've got asking for sponsorships. This one, (laughs) this one I, uh, I submitted, quote unquote, submitted myself because there's something to be said about going on one date or three and then all of a sudden being expected to pay for certain things, do certain things. Now, I understand that in the past there were certain dynamics that both men and women did play within relationships, but with now being a new age and all, I don't think being expected to pay for things out now, this is outside of like restaurants and dates. And even then I can give some pushback there. But with that being said, I'm not sponsoring nobody. I'm not paying for your flight ticket. I'm not paying for your hotel. I'm not paying for room and board, not buying you a new Gucci bag, even though we've been dating for a month. I'm not doing any of that shit because Part of the game is to really understand each other and come to a determination like, okay, are we going to be exclusive and go the distance? If we're exclusively dating after a year and a half, this is my rule, side note. If we're exclusively dating after a year and a half, yeah, then we could talk about getting gifts and splurges and things of that nature. But as far as dating casually for the first three weeks to a month or even three months or so, Absolutely not. If we're going on vacation, I hope you can pay for your own ticket. I hope you can pay for your own room or at the very least, split it. We can go Dutch. I don't give a fuck. That is just how I see it, right? You may not agree. You might disagree with me. You might be on board with it, but regardless of the fact, and I also believe this goes both ways because not every not every guy has their, has his bag together, you know? So therefore, women and men have to put hard defining lines on something such as sponsorship i'm not paying for your shit especially in the first year and a half of dating absolutely not so that's one thing fellas if she expects here's a good example when i was in mexico one of my friends he had met up with this with this girl and you know they were talking she apparently only had like one outfit at the time that she didn't want to wear for the the night out and they had met in mexico so they were only talking for about two days we're in the clothing store together. I was shopping for a fedora. 
ended up buying a ring because the fedoras were ridiculously overpriced in my personal opinion. So I didn't buy one, but I got myself a nice pinky ring, you know, oh my pimp C shit. Um, but in this case, she had asked my friend to go ahead and just purchase a whole outfit, which was valued at about $400. Mind you, they had just met. How does that even make sense? Me personally, I'd be embarrassed as fuck to even ask that kind of question. But again, today's day and age is a little bit different. If you don't ask, you don't receive. I guess that's just the method to the madness. So guys, be on the lookout for women that are looking for sponsorships. And women, be on the lookout for men that are looking for sponsorships as well. Now, the final red flag comes in at number six, of course. It is you avoid paying attention to red flags because the reality is you're lonely and willing to pair up with anyone that even seems semi-interested in exclusivity. I'm gonna let that one marinate for a little bit because we all know that's true. How many relationships have you been in that really you know you shouldn't have been in, but you were in it because, you know, that person was around? Let's make this year the last year that we ever, A, settle in relationships, and B, compromise on the red flags we know will do us harm. For example, there have been plenty of times where both men and women have been speaking to their prospects and have realized that somewhere down the line, they may not be the best fit, but you're just so tired of being alone that you want to shack up with just about anyone. And what happens is, these relationships somehow become the longest relationships. Then you end up getting married. You end up having children. And then you come to the realization that, fuck, I made a mistake. And throughout that whole entire journey with that person, you've been depressed, you've been miserable, and all around just unhappy. Now, I'm not saying that people are supposed to be or supposed to make you happy. I believe that we're supposed to bring happiness to each other, right? However, at the end of the day, you have to be able to facilitate an exclusive happiness with each other by finding the people that are a better fit. And this is the thing. Even if you end up being alone for a very long time, wouldn't it be worth the loneliness if you finally meet someone who fits all those parameters? It's possible. You don't have to subject yourself to that kind of uh, coercion just to have someone, right? So with final thoughts and with closing this, I want to say you are worth having that relationship that you really, really want. You're worth all of it. However, if you're not going to take the time to learn more about yourself and learn about what you like, don't like, be disciplined enough to see these red flags beforehand, you're going to repeat the same exact relationship problems with every single person you meet because you did not take the time to learn about you, learn about what you like, and learn about what makes you the best partner in these relationships. All relationships are a two-way street, right? So we want to present the best version of ourselves and not the representative. We want to present the truest self, our best self, time and time again. And of course, we're human, so it's not always going to be that way. But with a little bit of time and effort, we could definitely make that happen. So with that being said, that was Red Flags. I hope you were able to learn something today about yourself and 
get a better idea as to what red flags you want to look out for going forward. Next week, we're going to talk about why your life sucks and how we're going to fix it. But until then, this is your boy Roy, and you've been tuned into Back to Center Podcast. Thank you.